One day in winter, as I came home, my mother, seeing that I was cold, offered me some tea. She sent out for one of those short, plump little cakes called Petite Madeleine. And soon, mechanically, weary after a dull day with the prospect of a depressing morrow, I raised to my lips a spoonful of the tea in which I'd soaked a morsel of the cake. No sooner had the warm liquid and the crumbs with it touched my palate than a shudder ran through my whole body, and I stopped, intent upon the extraordinary changes that were taking place. An exquisite pleasure had invaded my senses, but individual, detached, with no suggestion of its origin. And at once the vicissitudes of life had become indifferent to me, its disasters innocuous, its brevity illusory, this new sensation having had on me the effect which love has of filling me with a precious essence. Or rather, this essence was not in me, it was myself. Mr. Nermelston. Yeah, Mr. Bodgy Dodgy. Dodgy Wodgy. Yep. Uh, present. Present. <laughs> um, present and accounted for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, uh, still, uh, well, uh, I don't know. Ugh. Actually, which, which, uh, part, which, part I, of the, which part of the world are you, are you in? At the, at, oh, uh, at, I mean, I'm in Australia. Oof. And the, if you're wondering about the surf, it is the color of Coca-Cola at the moment. It's oh, looking still. Well, it actually got worse. Yeah, yeah. After all the floods, it, there was kind of a, I don't know. It, it, might, it must take a while for it all to come out the rivers. But now it is absolutely. Uh, it's lucky the surf isn't pumping because it would be a real dilemma. Right. Because uh, you know, do you want to get? Uh, a lethal dose of uh, meningitis or, you know, six-foot pits, that, that's not a problem when but, it's um, on shore um, and shit. Thursday morning is going to be pumping. Here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, um, there we go. Well, that's that's the dilemma. Well, I haven't looked. I, uh, seriously. Uh, no, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I mean, it, you, you got – I'm just looking. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah. you got a big east swell still after – Yeah. And then on Thursday, it's offshore pretty much all morning. So, uh, well, there we go. I have to do some some um, <laughs> plugging up of orifices, orifices, and uh, having a crack, and put some uh, put your shark um, repellent on. on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I saw one of uh, one of the, the the reef locals out the other morning. I think it was yesterday. Actually, it was the only one out there, and I thought, oh, he's looking a little bit vulnerable out there. Mm. He, he survived. Shout out to Andy. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm still on my uh, I've forgotten what surfing is mission. Mm. It, yeah. It's been that long. Fuck, no. It's just ridiculous. <sighs> Having said, I mean, I've been just working too much, which is a bit sad. But um, I reckon that people were probably getting some big barrels today because um, it was <clears throat> the wind was the wind was right and the waves were big. Mm. Uh, tomorrow will be out of control. It's good, uh, like I just said before we hit the record button. Uh, there's a warning on my phone today because apparently there's eight to ten meter swell <laughs> tomorrow. So, <clears throat> and you uh, get yeah. one of those like tsunami alert things for big swell day yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, warning <clears throat> and and there's a 40 knot north wind so um Crikey. yeah and we've had um you know i know you guys have been copying like crazy crazy weather but today we had one of those um crazy orange days where we get uh wind wind and uh, uh sand from the sahara Wow. Wow. Yeah. Pretty Has that got a name? I love how some of these winds have a name. Well, there, there's, there is, there's, a, there's a wind in the south of this country called the Levant, which, uh, I mean, the Levant is, is kind of originally the name for, I guess, the kind of area around Lebanon and Israel and stuff. Um, mm. But yeah, essentially a, a, a hot wind that, well, hot, not, not at this time of year, a cold wind. But a hot wind in the summer, particularly that blows off North Africa. So um, sounds like it's coming out of the baker's oven. Is that is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. So I mean, here it was wasn't the kind of orange apocalyptic glow that you get, but uh, I I saw a few photos from uh, the south of Spain, and yeah, it was fully like that. Um, remember wow. that? There was a couple of times in uh, when I was living in back in yeah, Sydney Oswald town that. that we had those weird old weird old. Uh, old days so yeah 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 the world's, um, going, the world's going to shit daz it's uh it, it is but um well what what could, more can we do than record a podcast well no i'll tell um, you what we can do we can that. go to we can go fucking get our tickets and buy them really soon because they're going to fucking sell out to the Bumpkin Beatdown Festival. Have you heard about the Bumpkin Beatdown Festival? I, uh, I have. There's been a little bit of chatter on the, um, mm. on the, um, the CB radio. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so tell um, me about it. Well, the, the Bumpkin Beatdown Festival is going to take place in Fetus, the Pumpkin Farmer's Pumpkin Patch. Um, <laughs> shout out to Fetus. Um, hey. He's going to free up a couple of hectares after harvest. And it's on, it's on the other side of Povoa de Alain. So all of you Portuguese speakers will, will know uh, where that is, um, wow. which basically means the back of Burke. Um, and, um, yeah, the lineup's looking awesome. Um, now, uh, I, I'm going to hit you. It's going to take a little while. We've got Spotted Potter, <laughs> Wandering Woofter, Deepop, Deepop Master, Cranking Fire, Galago Genius, The Boiling Bees, Kamutali Scrummo, 
the sweaty, <laughs> the sweaty knees, Crooner shallow husk, the fine looking frutadas, brain fry city. We got wraith feline or ornamental right. blossom, hard shoulder nonsense, jerk chicken, Donna Amalia, snails in the orta, pistol packing pensioners. We got nice. the thick, the thick stone ears, irking the animals. The uh, big, big, big uh, surprises for uh, this year's um, uh, episode, this year's uh, event is Rude Chook, Satan lurks. Um, <laughs> in the in the thrash in the thrash tent, we got Mad Mortar Vision. We got uh, first gecko of the year, weekday Japanette, fifth favorite dog. We got long soggy stomp. <laughs> Thizzery and thissery and thattery. We got grass semen, patchy bits, nice dry logs, the skinhead ants. That's for, for the hardcore uh, fans. The predated yeah. snails, bloodhound prisoner, <laughs> fuzzy barnet, scruff of the neck, crack fox. Oof, crack fox. You got, you got to watch out for crack fox. They're pretty fucking insane. Pikey market, baboon face, guardian of the cabbage. Scary pussy cat cloud monster. That's uh, the experimental tent. Uh, yeah. Just a club foot. Um, that they're the, they're the uh, that's a kind of local um, local folk unit. Yeah. Full on jolt. Full on jolt of reality. That's in the kind of uh, late night. Um, doof doof. Uh, cranked old engine and um, last but not least, scouring the shed. They're all playing. All playing wow. at the Bumpkin Beatdown Festival. Yeehaw! And it's uh, like, wow. Do you know where the, the so um the, shout out to our good friend Devo because um Devo and myself and Mrs. Nermelston and uh Devo's missus and our good mate uh Sai Sosh, Uncle Simon, we since on the first week in the first week of COVID, we started up a group of uh a WhatsApp group called uh, the Country Bumpkins, because uh, we all <laughs> happen, we all happen to live out in the country in various villages, and every day we send ourselves send each other inane messages about all sorts of stuff, and all of those band names have just come from he's he scrolled through like two years worth of messages, and uh, those band names have just stuff that we have mentioned in random conversation <laughs> over the past two years yeah well they're, they're all good bands i mean it's a good lineup yeah it's killer. i mean it's killer fifth fifth favorite dog i mean that's <laughs> rude chook rude chook really um they they this year they've come um they've come into their own and uh, uh i always like especially like late at night um i'm kind of partial to Going into the chill out room, yeah. chill out room on the on the beanbags and getting into a bit of brain fry city. <laughs> fry city. Uh, so so this festival is it is it yeah. is it kind of like a like a Burning Man sort of thing or is yeah, it like it's, it's a it's a Burning like a, Man a Burning Pumpkin. It's a Burning Man in the pumpkin patch, um, and you know, thankfully, fetus is uh, which is actually his nickname. Um, fetus, the pumpkin farmer, is is a pretty cool guy, and he'll yeah, once once as long as the pumpkins are no longer in the patch, um, we can do what we want. It's game um, on. It's it's game on. It really. Wow, is. Mm. that's that's awesome. Yeah, um, so we had we had to get you know as in a in a kind of uh, 
pre-apocalyptic post-covid world we had to uh pull quite a few strings to get get all this um get all this together mm. fuck i mean yeah wow and uh, I, I think I, I think we've even managed to um because it's an outdoor event uh I, you know no no it's no masks no no nothing no protocols it's just fucking nice get muddy get hopefully a few mushies on the on the bloody on the in the on the old pumpkin uh stems and uh fucking yeah hog wild pepitas um plenty Mm -hmm. um wow pumpkin stock yeah um pumpkin stock 22 nice wow well we do have Um, we we were uh devo and i happen to live in the in a similar part of the bumpkin world and uh uh the two staple well three staples around here um are cabbage um pumpkin and uh, potatoes so nice yeah, yeah. Mm. okay well so, uh, um, I, don't know, I don't know i don't know how how that uh, there must be some sort of uh uh once once the once the waters subside the northern rivers must be putting on some fucking uh you know oh yeah there'll be some there'll be some serious um benefit concerts i would imagine right yeah i think every band it will have mud in its name um definitely mud honey are uh are headlining yeah um have you spoken to our spono um lsd i mean is this i haven't no i, th- I think they're, they still, they're still busy i think they're still busy mopping up um uh, but they're all good. Everyone's everyone's safe and well. But uh, yeah, a bit of bit of, bit of carnage up mm. north. Yeah, heavy. Um, yeah, heaviness indeed. Um, but yeah, maybe a yeah, benefit concert um, would be in order. Um, good idea. Well, well, hopefully, I can send a few. Um, I'll send a few of these uh, bands over. Um, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure quite a few of them would like to uh, lend lend their. Uh, lend their tunage to, uh, yeah. to, to a good cause. I think, I mean, at the moment they're actually, uh, um, at the behest of NATO, they're, um, doing a kind of Ukrainian border tour uh, at the moment. Nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, especially bab- baboon face. They have, they, uh, Putin doesn't like them too much. Um, and, oh, and, and of course, scary pussycat cloud monster because Putin being a big fucking pussycat wanker, mm um he's very scared by the pussycat well yeah well i don't blame him um well i think i mentioned it somewhere along the line that i i i had this kind of alternate universe where putin actually i mean can you imagine if putin got into rem if he'd be still (laughs) doing what he's doing now you can't imagine him in his little i don't know early rem era t-shirt pontificating about the meaning of, of one of Michael Stipe's, you know, indecipherable kind of uh, lyrical journeys. Um, well, if, if the train conductor says, take a break, driver eight, you... Yeah, exactly. You, you, you're going straight to the gulag. Well, yeah, and that's that's the words you can actually decipher.
Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it, there's um, something in that. Um, well, there so, is, although although I do think that both Putin and Xi Jinping um, lost their religion quite a long time ago. Uh, exactly. They uh, can't find it. Can't no. find it anywhere. Um, and, and, but, yeah. and maybe, you know, if we really want to take uh, REM to their word, then maybe it literally is the end of the world as we know it. Uh, well, I hope not. I hope not. But... Um, and it got me thinking, though, because, um, I, I mean, I think we've explored this with uh, with our good old mate um, Adolfi Hitler. Um, like, you know, if, if world leaders surfed, would they have been more peaceful? You know, it's a bit of a, a trope. But uh, I, I, I was just wondering, if they all surfed, most of the, the world, infamous world leaders, I can't imagine them being goofy footers. They're all going to be natural footers for yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, you know, I mean, we might be alienating 75% of our listenership here. But... <laughs> 90%. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it goes without saying, right? Um, you know. Although, uh, Churchill, I don't know. I don't know if he's a goofy or natural, but I think he, um, he loved right? twinnies because, yeah, you know, that, the famous symbol... Um, <laughs> That's how many fins do you want? Dude. Two fins. Well, I um, actually think maybe Churchill had a twin it, fin goat boat because <laughs> I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine him actually standing up, getting to his feet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. you know, you start the day with a bottle of um, uh, Bollinger or was it Bollinger? Mm. Uh, I think no, Paul Roger. I think was his tipple. You start you start the day with a bottle of Paul Roger and. Um, and a cigar. Yeah. I don't know how much surfing you're going to do. We will. We will fight them on the beaches. <laughs> we will fight said. them. Yeah, that's right. He never. He certainly never surfed reefs. No, never. Uh, so what? What's what's the? Uh, what are we doing today? Um, okay. So t- today we are going to get maybe a little bit self-indulgent, and maybe this might be a huge mistake. But um, uh, never. due to you know the the general malaise of the universe and uh, lack of um, all sorts of, of things, including uh, motivation, preparation, um, and other Asians. Um, <laughs> but a very good intention and and a very erudite um, uh, an erudite want um, with the W O N T. Mm. Um, I have been doing a little bit of exploration. Um, into the work of Marcel Proust or Proust, depending oh, on... Oh, wow. Uh, I'm just actually looking at it phonetically and they say Proust. I've always said Proust. But anywho, um, so French, French novelist, critic and essayist, um, essayist who wrote the monumental novel In Search of Lost Time, now, when they say monumental, uh, it's yeah, Quite long, long. I guess it, like I, I'm trying to. Oh yeah, four thousand two hundred and fifteen pages. So um, they got it right with the monumental. Um, he's considered to be obviously one of the most influential authors of the twentieth century. Maybe that's just because if you put out a book that's that long, then everyone just kind of has to say it's good. Because no one, yeah. no one can actually be bothered reading. Read it. 
Yeah. However, um, um, Proust uh, did a couple of things, um, and you you can you actually uh, pick this up um, pick this up uh, on a on an Instagram post, which was he well, there's two things that he did, and we'll we'll explore one of them uh, immediately, which is he uh, wrote something which is in called in search of lost time and what can you uh what can you say about that well uh well i mean it's uh famously known as uh some or sometimes referred to as and i'm gonna get this pronunciation terribly wrong in french la recherche la recherche um or just the search um <laughs> exactly so so rip curl you know basically lifted Proust's, proust's uh idea of the search yep. and um so so Proust was on it early he was mm. he was probably heading out into the um french territories of the pacific Hanging out with Gauguin at uh, Chopes and um, absolutely, yeah, yeah, getting getting deep and um, I think it you know. the, I think I believe that the P in P pass comes from Proust. Proust pass. That's uh, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's well, a little, it's, it's a little known fact. It's that, um, you know, makes it, sense, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, and the the search. Not only did the search include um, many um, of the kind of best waves in the South Pacific and beyond, of course. Um, yeah. The, the, the French have many territories in the Caribbean, as we as we know, um, uh, in the Indian Ocean, of course, and um, well, and of course uh, mm. the, French, the French beaches themselves. Um, but the uh, the search uh, had. 2000 characters in it so, um you know that's a lot of characters that's uh that's yeah that's, that's even more that's even more than the hurley surf team <laughs> that's uh yeah it kind of mm, yeah that's even that's even more um that's even more boards than um you know mick fanning and uh julian yeah. wilson it's broke, kind of broken. It it feels like there's season. Yeah. Well, it feels like there's that many members of the momentum generation and because they're all, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's annoying as each other, but um, yeah. Uh, interesting. Um, well, but the funny, and the funny thing is that, sorry to interrupt that, that um, see Proust began his search of sick pits in 1909 and he mm. wrote, he wrote um, to Claw um, and whoever the other guy is from Ripco, um, but they were not taken with his idea. Um, and in fact, uh, Proust's first volume of uh, Tales from the Shack in the South Pacific was refused by Ripco. Um, and Ripco later wrote to him apologizing and saying that it was one of the most uh, one of the most serious mistakes that they had ever made, and then what? I mean you know the rest is history because D H Derek Hind being the ex extremely mm -hmm. smart and uh, prophetic man that he is, he uh, ripped Proust off and um, yeah claimed it for himself. 
the rest the rest is history um yeah yeah is it because i think you know correct me if i'm wrong but the whole the search uh, uh research um novel or what would you call it library of work yeah um it revolves around memory and um exactly i think it's like involuntary memory he talks about so yeah that the classic one i think is the i think he, his one was very smelt some nice scones it wouldn't have been scones back in the french day it would have been something like cake, some sort of cakes and that it reminded him of his childhood that well, evocative it's, yeah, smell it's, it's a, a, a madeleine i think is the name of the of the thing but um oh, but yeah okay, well, there you uh, go no uh, um so it's a little quote is that just one taste of a sweet buttery French cake mingled with lime blossom tea was all it took for childhood, childhood memories to come flooding back. So yeah, wow. it, was, it was all about the, the olfactory uh, kind of um, mm. stim- stimulating our memories and, uh, you know, bringing, bringing back, uh, bringing back forward and um, sideways. Um, uh kind of uh, i don't know the past the present and the future triggered triggered um uh, the involuntary memory yeah i think you just said that um but yeah i mean it's it, it's kind of weird that it took someone i'm sure that people before 1909 or where whenever it was had had thought of this idea but maybe he was just the first one to write 4000 pages about it <laughs> Yeah, well, when you're onto onto something good, just just keep tapping away. Um, yeah, well, and, and not well, to pre. So yeah, sorry, you, you keep going with your. Well, no, no, Bruce. no. Well, I mean, I guess kind of almost more famously, and it, it probably uh, Proust wouldn't be happy about this now. Um, you know, uh, he made a questionnaire, what he called the Proust questionnaire. Um, yeah. which was apparently like a parlor game. Although, I mean, having looked at the questions, it, fuck, it's a long parlor game. Uh, <laughs> um, um, and he believed that by answering these questions, of which there are 35, I don't think we're going to go through all of them, um, an individual reveals his or her true nature. Right, right. Mm. So it's... Um... Wow. Yeah. Okay. So like a truth, truth or dare. Well, in, in some ways, and I, and I think that my original idea was to kind of, we could pretend to be a, uh, we could, we could put ourselves in the mind of a, of a musician or a surfer and answer some of these questions. Um, uh, but that involved too much thinking and homework. So well, <laughs> I think, I think you mentioned uh, Kong and um yeah. i tried into kong's mind and it was just um it was just like an empty room with some <laughs> lot of garbage blowing around in it uh, like a, an empty fish bowl or something i don't know it was um, a bit scary in there yeah um, and I, I think i think i must have been um I'm, i must have been uh, i must have had a few glasses of wine because i said kong and steve miller um i don't know where that combo came up where i came up with that combo but um yeah yeah uh, well However, okay. I thought that we could probably just kind of go through some of the questions and uh, answer some of the questions as if we were us and uh, perhaps maybe Michael Stipe and um, Adolf Hitler and Putin. 
Okay. Well, let's well let's just see what happens. I oh, suppose. and uh, um, and of course, fetus the uh, the pumpkin farmer. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I um, I'm intrigued because uh, you, you, you did mention the Proust questionnaire, and I it's sort of I thought I felt like I should have heard of it before, but um, but it's all new to me. All this right. All well, that's good because um, I, I, I reckon I reckon coming in from the cold is definitely the uh, the best the best way to attack certain things. Um. So and and you know let, let's let's frame this in the musical slash surf uh, sphere because that's probably the best way to do it and uh, mm -hmm. we may well have to do this um, episode in uh, 753 parts because um, there are quite a lot of questions and you know in the in the spirit of Proust maybe we we do need uh, four <laughs> four thousand pages worth of this anyhow um, what is your idea of perfect happiness. Wow, gee, hit, hit the hit the hard question first. Well, yeah, that's, um, it. So that's that. Yeah, that he 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 comes straight out of the gates. He doesn't he doesn't mess around. I mean, I, I guess it's you know he he probably penned this after I don't know one of those kind of uh, epic sessions at P Pass with you know when you're just getting fucking yeah 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 just spat yeah just fucking dredged for hours on end you know. Um. um. Are we are we wow. saying that are we gonna are we gonna say that Proust was a goofy or a natural? Because um, mm. might he might have. Oh, good question. Mm. We'll have to. Well, maybe we can we can hold that um, hold off on that. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, there's no photographic evidence, so um, it's still up. It's still open to debate. Basically. That's right. Um, so what? So say the question again. Sorry. So um, what? What is your idea of perfect happiness? Um, <clears throat> I have I have an I have an answer that um, I used to think um, this was back back when I was younger and uh, more naive and uh, maybe ever so carefree. Yeah, so I always thought that my idea not I'm going to kind of butcher it a little bit, but my idea of perfect a perfect day was uh. getting up. Going for an early surf, you know, hopefully getting a few, getting a few, getting a bit of vision, mm -hmm. coming home, having a root <laughs> um, and a bit of breakfast and a little bit of chill out, bit of fucking, you know, maybe, a, maybe another little bit of fucking, how's your father? Um, going for another surf. Coming home, I don't know if the second route was on the cards, but um, or third by that stage, uh, and then maybe a little sleep, and then um, going out to a party in the afternoon. That was my idea of a kind of perfect day back in the day. The perfect day, your perfect yeah. Sunday. Yeah, uh, probably wow. a, probably a probably a Saturday. It would have been a Saturday. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Sundays just spent um, reading the paper. But there, there would have been some music, obviously, involved in the latter part of the day. And act, probably at, there would have been some music um, at some stage in the morning as well. But, uh, yeah. Right. Mm. Um, wow. That's, and that was that's, how old were you? When, when the, you were quite, uh, quite yeah, the early... I, I, uh, I'm not going to... No, no, I'm not going to... Early developed Lothario at no, uh, no. 12 years old. No, um, no, definitely not. 
Um, no, that's a kind of 20s me talking. Oh, okay. No, no, that's, uh, I like that. Um, wow. I don't know. I, it's put me on the spot. But I, I think, yeah, I think. Uh, well, give us, I give think, us a. Well, a, I think, I think a snippet, I think a snippet would just be the perfect breakfast, like a three hour breakfast where if you're having a nice, lazy, long brekkie, you just read. I, I kind of like having brekkie, reading the paper. just, And so that means everything else in the world, in your own world, is is going pretty good. Because if you've got yeah. time to have a, a lazy brekkie, yeah, that's true. everything else just falls into place. No, I think so, that's good. I think that's um, good. Um, and what's on, what are we, uh, this week, What's what, what music is playing in the background? Well, well, if you're talking the perfect, so what was the question again? Perfect happiness or the perfect? Uh, perfect happiness, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, the perfect pop song has entered into my world. Listen to this Ooh. great podcast. I've mentioned this podcast before. It's called Strong Songs. Yep. Um, the guy's Kirk Hamilton's. He's a bit. He goes full nerdy on songs, but right. just what I needed. The Cars. He did a, a full expose on uh, that song, and it is. Yeah, I think it's probably the most perfect song. You know that little, to, that li- the little new, 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 new. I know that's uh, that's you can edit that out, but the um, <laughs> that's a, it's such me. a <laughs> it's such an amazing little kind of twang that uh, it's it's pretty simple. Uh, Rick Okasek's, um, it is Rick Okasek, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Rick Okasek, Rick Okasek, yeah. Uh, 
Do you know, the, the, for some reason, I always, as much as I, I totally agree with you and I love that song and it's got all the elements and I'm, I'm interrupting you again, but um, I always confuse that with Rick Springfield's um, Jesse's Girl. Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine. Lately something's changed, it ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl and I wanna make her mine And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night You know I wish that I had Jesse's girl I wish that I had Jesse's girl Yeah, Jesse's boy, Jesse's boy, Jesse's girl. girl. Yeah, Jesse's no, I wish I had. Wish that I had Jesse. That's right. Where can I find a woman like that? That's not the cars, is it? Yeah, that's funny. Out of all, you know, my doppelganger, um, I wouldn't personally agree with it, but I have been told I look a bit like Rick Springfield. Oh, mate, you can't go wrong with that. I know that's pretty good. Jesus, that's probably better than Rick Ocasek. But um, yes, anyway. Pretty good. Pretty good. So there you go. Perfect brekkie with a bit of cars. All right. That's nice. Nice. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Um. What is your? Let's 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 do this one. Uh, this is question two. Music. How many questions are there? Uh, well, we're only we're going to do this episode. We're going to go to ten. That's it. Okay. Ah, okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Um. What is your greatest musical fear? Oh, well. I think I've probably mentioned it's the it's the fear of not here not discovering that that well no no it's it's that I'm listening to shit yeah that's my fear because yeah. I think I'm listening to good stuff but really I I'm deluding myself and I'm listening to shit I'm just yeah. wasting my whole time listening to um I don't know. Hootie and the Blowfish, <laughs> thinking it was epic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no. What about you? Well, what, no, I know, I know it straight away. My greatest fear is that I have to, I get stuck in a fucking alternate universe where all I can listen to is Australia, America, Portugal, Spain, and fucking Ukraine have got talent, <laughs> or the the Voice, Albania. Oh, or oh. just any of those fucking bullshit shows where really talented people, let's not, mm. people that will have more talent, I mean, in a fucking, in their pinky than I will ever have, annoy the shit out of you. And then yeah. even more annoying people judge them. Yeah. That's my greatest fear in music. Without a <sighs> wow. <doubt>. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. Well, that, yeah, that would be a awful. That'd be kind of sort of hell. Yeah. 
Um, I guess. Oh no, I actually have a better. I have a worse fear. It would be listening to fucking Foo Fighters for the rest of my life. Foo Fighters. Yeah, we had a we had a bit of a. There was a bit of a set to on our uh, musical um, uh, chat this uh, last week or so between the the Foo. The foo faithful and the me, the foo unfaithful. It was a foo fight. It was a foo fight. Yeah. Boom, boom. Uh, completely. Um, love Dave Grohl. Ha- absolutely love the guy. He's a fucking human dynamo. Foo fighters. Sorry. No. Did you remember back in, or oh, must have been the ninth when they first were together they got onto this conspiracy theory that aids was a hoax what and yeah they they and they started using when, their when did they, fame. When did they were they formed in like 1984 or what oh no well because obviously you know aids um still is still good. a thing yes yeah, um and um yeah like they obviously formed after Kurt Cobain died or not too long after it. It was pretty, um, pretty soon, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And so they, were, they went through this whole thing, like this AIDS. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, anyway. And um, I just find that fascinating. This is documented? Yeah, yeah, you can, you wow. can, you can look it up. It's, it's probably, they probably try and hide it a bit now. Um, but... I think it might have been one of the early um, examples of sort of internet. Uh, well, it's sort of like the Dunning-Kruger effect or conspiracy yeah, right. theory kind of thing yeah, where yeah, yeah. They, they went down a rabbit hole and, and, um, and liked what they saw, thought they and, knew and what they, they were they, they ran with it. I thought, let's use our fame and influence to convince the world that AIDS is really just a CIA conspiracy. So yeah. interesting. Well, yeah. actually, anyway. I, I'm, or I, no, the, the, I have two other greatest musical fears. One is um, Maroon 5, obviously. Um, and the other one is listening to all of the songs that the Red Hot Chili Peppers have written about California. <laughs> In California. 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 Yeah. Oh God. Now you're, you're just a, you're just glutton for punishment. But, <laughs> uh, what about what about what about before before I forget about Foo Fighters? That, yeah, because <laughs> that was the thing I was going to say. Because um, uh, remember John Saffron's musical Jamboree? Um, uh, I yeah, missed. I, I have seen it, but I, I I was out of the country when that was uh, kind of popular. So, um, but I have. Well, seen basically, it. he basically did a lot of pranks involving the musical world, and and with the Foo Fighters, he actually during this phase. Because he highlighted it to me, at least uh, the whole AIDS denialism of the Foo Fighters. He tracked them down in a bar, and he dressed up as a gorilla and walked in and said, "And said, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gorilla. I've got AIDS. Do you want to have sex with me?" And um, I don't think they found it very funny. So, 
thought I'd start off with the direct method. I'm wondering if you'd uh, be interested in an unprotected threesome with me and my HIV-infecting West African monkey. Ooh, a bit of a risk, wouldn't you think? No, no, no. Um, there you go. Jesus. It's much funnier when John Saffron did it. But, uh, <laughs> well, no, that's, uh, I'll see if that, I can find like, it. That's, that's like pre-chaser. He, yes, yes. Saffron yeah. was, he, he kind of, uh, he, he, yeah, he was up there, definitely. Mm. I don't know what yeah, he's, anyway. what, what's, he do, what's he doing now? Um, what about musically? I'm sorry, what about musically? What about surfingly? My worst fear in surfing mm. um, is that I, uh, hmm, I don't know. There's a lot. Is it is it some is it is it something like physical or is it or, or is it mental or is it something that you might stray into? I think my biggest fear is that I won't be able to surf before I'm ready to right. not surf. Right, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You might bust yeah. a bust a bust a move bust a mm. hip yeah bust a blood vessel I suppose, uh, yeah yeah so i suppose what 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 what's the cure for that i suppose it's just to stay healthy don't pull into close out barrels too much well you can always die that would solve a lot of problems but yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, my biggest fear is that I suddenly buy a hypto crypto and get a fucking poncho, changing poncho, <laughs> and suddenly accidentally suddenly grow some hair and manage to get a fucking um, a samurai bun and um, start wearing start a start, start a podcast. <laughs> yeah start wearing hurley clothing wow and mm. talking loudly in the car park oh about... just talk, talking in the car park or just <laughs> just just being in the car park i'm not a car yeah. park it's just car parks have never been surf surf car parks have never been the place for me oh really no, ah, no you don't a... like a you're just you're just um you're very businesslike in the surf uh, boom bang i mean I, i'm a, i'm not a i'm a you know i'm a big talker um in general but for some reason it, it, yeah if it's a, like a mellow crowd i'm i'm all about the talking and the shouting and the hooting and the whatever else but if i don't really know that many people i'm i'm kind of loath to engage i just just let me surf and uh, um, let me let me let me not get waves Right. That's do you, I, do, yeah. Do you, do you, um, cause I, I, I think I fall into this as well is that, you know, if you're out in the surf and it's a bit of a competitive lineup, you, you very in quickly sort of figure out where you sit in the pecking order. Yes. But there's always the kind of guy I reckon that, that seems to be your nemesis for that particular surf. <laughs> do you know what nemesis means? A righteous infliction of retribution manifested by an appropriate agent, personified in this case by an honourable cunt.
May. They're just yeah. they're just getting more waves than you. Yeah. They, they're probably not a better surfer than you, which is even more infuriating. They're like, um, there was a guy the other day and he had a red rashi on and it looked like he was what in a heat. Fucking <laughs> what kook. I mean, come on. A red rashi. That's a red fucking rashi to a bull. B, yeah. I mean, did he, was he wearing it over his fucking steamer like some complete barney i can't I mean... remember but the problem was he was getting I, I had this patch where i didn't get away for about 45 minutes and he probably got about 10 in the same time Jesus. and he he wasn't the best surfer but it was just driving me nuts um johnny, and on, the temp- johnny on the spot the temptation is to dehumanize people like that, i think well he uh, i'm sure that he was russian Yes, oh, he was. Yeah, he, he, oh. he was definitely Russian or a Nazi or I don't know, um, fascist. Mm. Maybe he uh, was, maybe he was like a QAnon person mm. or Trump follower or I yeah, an investment banker. Yeah, he, <laughs> but he, the, the, my my thing is that I never, I'm never like friendly to people <laughs> i probably should be uh I, I think it just makes the matters worse when, i kind of when demonize those people what, what's the expression kill them with kindness kill them with kindness yeah. exactly um part, pardon me him. but that my uh one of my dogs is barking furiously outside so please oh, ignore please it. ignore the, the uh can't even hear it <laughs> um wow uh yeah, well, so that's, that's my well, that's good. Yeah. We, we we got to question two, so um, maybe we will have eight hundred and seventy three episodes. Um, okay, so yeah, that's that's good. What about so number three? According to the Prusta, um, what is the trait you most deplore in yourself? I'll tell you what kind of man I really am. I have no strength, but I want it all. I have no knowledge, but all I do is dream. There's nothing I can do, but I struggle in vain like an idiot. I... I hate... I hate myself! All I do is talk a big game and make myself sound like a big shot when I can't do anything. I never do anything, yet I complain with the best of them like it's my job or something. Who the hell do I think I am? Wow. Um, hmm. I mean, the you problem is the problem is can, how can I limit myself to just one? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. What about okay? What is the trait you deplore most in your musical um, uh, ver- repertoire and your surfing? Okay. Music. I think I deplore. What's your most I... embarrassing? What's your most embarrassing uh, love in in music? Oh wow! It, might, it has to be my my. It, I'm not I'm not embarrassed about it, but it's probably my worst trait. Is I love, I love a good musical. I love a bad musical. <laughs> I, love, you have, uh, I think you have mentioned this before, right? Yeah, yeah. My yeah. my ideal world would be walking down the street and um, it turning into a musical. Oh, that would know? be cool, actually. I hate but, musicals, but that would be cool. Yeah, imagine out in the surf, like as a musical. If, if everyone, just... if like all those hard nut fucking locals just start <laughs> burst into song, like, but like in yeah. a um, like what's that? Uh, and there's that. Um, amazing musical where they're all like sailors um 
Oh yeah, so like um, what is it? I know what you mean. Like South Pacific or something. Yeah, or? something like that. It's I think it's a Rod- Rogers and Hammerstein kind of thing. See, the thing is, yeah. I hate musicals, but I can get that kind of the the kind of original. Um, what's that thing that Spielberg just remade? Uh, West Side Stories. So I like West Side uh, Stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. get into that. Like Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. That's the one. Man, yeah. that kind of stuff I can get into. Maybe it's because it's just so out there and kind of retro um that's crazy is another called a, a day on the town or not whether it's like sinatra and someone else and they're, they're sailors with a day in new york that's the one that, like, that's awesome that is fucking awesome it's nuts isn't it yeah um And actually, anything with it's a uh, wonderful town. Anything with Elvis in it. I was, I they had an Elvis Mm. thing on cable TV here recently, like an Elvis musical festival. I mean, I mean, obviously, all his films were musicals, essentially, um, vehicles for Elvis, basically. And there was one where he is on. He's a he's a he's a country bumpkin, and he plays twins, and they're on they're on they're down on the farm. Right. And there are two girls that are kind of vying for his one of the twins. I, I didn't watch it all, but one of the twins, one of the Elvises is kind of a more reclusive guy. And then the other Elvis is more kind of I think he's maybe he's come back from the army or something. He's, wow. He's like mega sexy Elvis. Fit Elvis. But these two good old girls down on the farm, I mean, they're basically wearing bikinis the whole time. And, um, you know, this Still is kind of early 60s. And I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty hot, hot stuff, man. Pretty hot stuff. Um, so, man, you've won me over with the musical, but okay, uh, yeah, but not anything that uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber ever put his uh, grubby mitts onto. Yeah. Um, um, okay. And for surfing, for my what is it? My worst trait in surfing. Uh, hang on, I've got to go back to the questions. Yes, the trait you most deplore in yourself. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I've been thinking about this. Well, I got two traits. I've talked about the one of them was I don't put my foot back far enough, so I uh, end up bogging yeah, the bogging the rail incessantly, and I yeah. still haven't learned. Uh, and but this the other one I've just realized I do, and I think it's a common mistake with your your average struggling surfer is the racing ahead of the section. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a tricky one because I think especially in shitty like we just have beach breaks where a lot of times it does close out. And I so I just race and I'm on the wave. I think I've got to race to the end. And you kind of miss the best sections because then you get to the end and go, oh, now I've got to do a, a lame kind of cutback where I've missed the juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't hit the fucking section like. No. Nah. You, you yeah. didn't do a, you didn't do a baney. What, what is this? Sah. 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 No. So yeah, yeah that. Um, and mm. what yeah, else? that's good. I, that's um, it. That, mate, that, you, you, oh, you're, you're oh. opening, you're opening up to the listener here. 
Okay, and there's the last one, the, <laughs> the, the elephant in the room, which you, I think is I've started wearing a short arm steamer. Yeah, mate, I was going to say. <laughs> Christ almighty. I'm you've a been, convert. You, you've been hanging uh, out with, you've been hanging out with um, old mate. What's his name? Chris Emsworth. Emsworth. Fucking hell. Uh, you and Emsworth. I mean, it's actually, I, I think, it, is it the chi- a chicken and egg thing? Do you? Become a wanker because you've got a short arm steamer, or because I've I've turned into you know. I would say it's, not, it's maybe I chick- was a wanker. It's, the, I don't it's know. the chicken, it's the egg, it's the coop, it's the whole fucking uh, caboodle. <laughs> I think of, I'm surfing better above. too. Oh my god! Well, mate, that's, the, well, the, look, there's nothing wrong with that. If you, if the power of positive thinking. Um, yeah, that's right. Whatever, whatever uh, that, whatever that guy's, who's that? Um, uh, I've got his book here somewhere. Glenn Robbins? <laughs> no, not that fucking twat. Um, there's a, I don't know. I, I keep Robbins? thinking Elon Musk, but it's obviously not Elon Musk. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, Deepak Chopra. <laughs> where it's not even, it, maybe it is Deepak. Anyway. Packs, packs them in. Um, so what do you, what do you, how about you? Well, I mean, the surfing one, I, I would definitely say that I'm not even going to venture into performance level because that would, I, I just, that doesn't, it, uh, that, 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 I, I don't even get on the scale in that regard. Um, I would say the trait I deplore most in myself is shouting at kooks. It's no use the baying and shouting of members opposite. What I am trying to do is guard the public interest. That's all. Um, what, you don't do it enough? or Yeah, well, yeah, probably not. I, I definitely don't do it enough, and then I do it too much. Um, yeah, but yeah I, have, I, have, I have been known to really get quite angry with kooks. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. I've never seen that. Um, no. Well, I've well, never just, been on the end of it. Yeah. Well, it's not. I don't know. I think it's, I think when you live in a country where yeah, you don't yeah. speak We're, the language, you kind of, if you do shout at people in a foreign language, you, you kind of get away with a bit more than you might do uh, in, in other countries. So yeah. Right. Right. I generally do all my shouting at kooks in English. So, um, but mixed with the local, the local lingo. Um, mm. and maybe we just have, I don't know, there just seem to be more fucking kooks around here. Um, more, yeah. be- but more beginners that shouldn't be in places where they are. So, um, I guess that's, that's the, that's the trait I deplore in myself. Uh, no, I do have another trait, which I deplore, which is not surfing when I should surf and then regretting it afterwards. No, that's, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, fuck! I just should have fucking gone out, man. It would have, it would have been all right, and I would have felt a lot better because of it, you know. Especially if I'm yeah. hung, especially if I'm hungover, which does happen yeah. occasionally. <laughs> um, uh, and then you think, you know, you drive back home with your tail between your legs, and you kind of think, my whole day would have been a lot better if I just jumped in the fucking water, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, that's a that's. Dip- Plorable. Um, and musically Proust Proust would Proust, go. Mate, Proust, Proust would definitely go. Uh musically, I definitely deplore the fact that I get very uh what's the word? 
I'm, I'm, so, I'm my brain is telling me melancholic but that's not what the word is i get very um fixated on kind of old songs um uh, right. and get into kind of a, a period where i'll just listen to an album that i don't know from fucking 25 years ago or whatever and just kind of uh, not explore new music as much as I should. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, nostalgic. Nostalgic uh, is the word. Exactly. Nostalgic. Uh, overly nostalgic. So overly I would definitely nostalgic. say that. That's, uh, that's definitely. Uh, having said that, I listen to, I mean, this is something that just you don't get anymore. So I used to buy a, a magazine called Mix Mag, right? Mix Mag, which was like a DJ magazine. I thought you were going to say the Pumpkin Growers Monthly or something like that. No, that's I got that now. Um, All the DJs out there, you know what I'm talking about. So Mix Mag, and Mix Mag used to, it was a magazine, a physical magazine, and it used to come with CDs. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a, and one of the mix mags had a it was this double CD which was Ibiza by day and Ibiza by night, and the Ibiza by night was like pumping kind of housey stuff and actually pretty pretty trite, um, not okay. as tr- not as trite as the Foo Fighters but um, kind of up there. But the Ibiza by day is this kind of chill out album and it's fucking insane i mean it's got um i'll have to i'll have to dig it up um when you said when you said pull it up i'm actually i'm literally um we've talked about this before but i've re i've resurrected my cd player so i'm actually nice. flicking through i've got two massive cd wallets. oh my god cd wallets wow. here. um so this part will definitely have to be edited out because it's boring as bullshit um ibiza come on ibiza ibiza why, why are you looking have you heard of the flying lutenbachers no no the flying lutenbachers um i just saw they just look like i don't know them at all they look like some they've got some great album names um incarceration by abstraction destroy nice. all music the truth is a fucking lie um Systems emerge from complete disorder. I like that. Bloody beautiful. Anyway, yeah. So I found a Bisa by Day. Okay. Nice. And it, it's actually from Music Mag. It's not from, uh, in, uh, maybe oh, not I said from that. Mix. And this is, this is not from Mix Mag. And this is from nine uh, this is 19, this is from 1902. So this is pre, <laughs> wow. this is pre, pre, pre Proust. Pre um, but it's got bent. It's got zero seven uh, lux um, bonobo uh, kings of convenience. Nice. Yeah, it's actually uh, I, I would okay. strongly recommend it. Ibiza by day compiled and mixed by Chris Coco. So, um, so where was I going with all that? I, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, I was I was deploring myself for being too nostalgic, but. In that in that regard, I actually um, see. I used to love going to bed, going to sleep, listening to music. But um, Mrs. Normalston's not a huge fan of that. So uh, yeah, yeah. So now we have uh, now we have the uh, the naughty boys' room, otherwise known as the guest house. 
Um, right. And so on the weekend, I actually uh, went to sleep listening to um, Ibiza by day, and it was bloody lovely. Nice. Oh, well, that's that's awesome. Um, All right. <clears throat> now, um, I, I reckon we're going to get to um, – this is definitely going to be a series of uh, recordings because – um, I reckon we'll get to yeah. number five with this. Maybe six. We'll, okay. go, we'll, we'll go to number six. Um, sure. Can I hit you with question four? Hit me. What is the trait you most deplore in others? Uh, so we're talking surfing. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Let's go surfing. What, what really gets your goat? Gets what gets your Kelly Slater in the surf? Oh, this trait I deplore in others. Um, well, apart from being better than me, I don't like that. No. Um, you know, there are some people that just have really smelly weddies when they paddle out <laughs> yeah that's weird i reckon they piss in them too much or just they they just kind of have and i mean i i'm i fear that i could be the same to others but you some people just paddle out in the lineup and it's like i can they smell of something it's not always bad well no like they just, there are, there are, there's plenty of guys who i've always just just felt blown away when guys paddle out smelling like aftershave or whatever. Yes. And it's like, what the fuck are you swimming in? <laughs> What's going on? Are you, are you dipping your wetsuit in this shit or what? So, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it blows yeah, my that's mind. Weird. Yeah. That is weird. Hmm. Um, yeah, how about smelly, you? Um, smelly people. Oh, there's without a doubt the the, just the 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 most deplorable thing is the fucking snake. There's nothing worse mm. than the snake. The snake. And there's nothing worse than there's there's okay the the <laughs> good surfer who snakes you. That's really really bad. Mm. But the absolute kook who snakes you and then. Fucking gets up all Doesn't gets all realize. up, in, in, your, yeah, gets yeah, up yeah. in your grill because they think that you've dropped in on them. That's the worst. There's yeah. nothing. Yeah, a good nothing. surfer will snake you, but know what yeah. exactly what they've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, if you and, and you know maybe 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 if you actually just keep going and call them out, they might actually fucking you know straighten out or, or whatever. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But the fucking the fucking kook. <laughs> The ignorant the, snake. The ignorant hypto crypto fucking um poncho snake. Um they they're the worst. They are the absolute worst. Uh, um and going back to my um number three, the, the my shout shouty, shouty, shouty stan. Um I, uh, I think I told you that I'm, I'm I'm sure I've said this story before, but I was 
out on a really mellow day one day on my fish and it was a beautiful little kind of uh high tide peak and there were lots of little waves i was just getting wave after wave and this fucking total val kook fell off as i was paddling out like literally fell off in front of me and then started having a go at me because he thought that i had been paddling too close to the wave as i was paddling over it and that had put him off so he'd fallen off well that's yeah that's drawn a long bow well and then i then i went into mega shouty stan and literally i i ordered him out of the surf in english and he left which was really satisfying you're like the you're like the the hulk of surfing (laughs) mild mannered um stanley nermelston no i was very angry Um, wow mm. anything uh what about in uh music what do you deplore in music deplore in music let's see um ah yeah i i hate the um the song that feels like it needs to do something different and then just goes all discordant oh mate i'm so with you um there was a whole phase here of a type of music which i'm not gonna i'll have to ask dj omen about this um there was this group of people that were putting together these events and it was ostensibly house music in inverted commas but it was like someone had got house music and deflated it and turned it into some pappy mush and it just never went anywhere right right and okay maybe 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 it still doesn't go anywhere maybe that's just me um and and it's like like fuck come on where is it where's the where, where's when's it gonna kick in you know when's when's when when is this thing gonna happen um yeah I, yeah I, i'm with you on that one yeah but um uh speaking of o-dog i i do have to ask him something because I've I've been uh, obsessing over this one song um, this week because I mentioned the one chord wonders. Yes. Um, so one chord songs, and so I got into um, "Jump Into the Fire" by is it Harry Nilsson? Nilsson Schmilson. Nilsson Schmilson. Yes. I just love it. It's so good. Yeah, one chord just just gets in this groove, and the bass by um, I think it's um, it's a Harry Flowers or whatever. He's the same bass guy who did um, Walk on the Wild Side. Um, oh, really? Wow. 
Yeah, just obsessing over that song. It's so good. But um, LCD Sound System do a cover of it, which is they crank up the pace a bit and it's equally, I think, as good. But O-Dog once said, and I wasn't, you know, when you're not listening to someone properly, and he was going blah, 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 and that's why LCD sound systems suck. Oh. And I never, and I never got what he said because <laughs> I wow. wasn't listening. And or not well, suck. No, well, it wasn't well, no, too strong. But he said something like, and that's they do this thing, and that's why he doesn't like them. Well, and I we, we, we got to get him on the episode because I know that you're a huge fan of LCD sound system, right? Yeah. And I'm not. Yeah, it's divisive. It's like a cormorant. <laughs> it's the cormorant. And people the- and people either love or hate. What's the lead singer's name? Uh, um, yeah, he I looks can. like Luke Short. Yeah, he, I love him. He does. He does. Um, um, yeah, I can't remember. LSD sound system. But yeah, he's very divisive. <laughs> Some people LSD. hate him. You got to. That's a meme. L- LSD sound system. Um, yeah, I mean, there are obviously there are songs that are fucking epic, but um, there are for me, there's a lot of kind of self indulgence going on with LSD sound system. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. Well, oh, good. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, we should definitely get the O Dog on to to mediate a conversation between us. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, actually, he just, no, he could just w- tell that- us. That might not work. I might, I might end up shouting at at, <laughs> at him. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, that was man. That was that was a good question. Thank you, Proust. Proust. Oh yeah, Prousty. All right, we got two. We got two more for this episode. Um, which living person do you most admire? Living person, do I mm. most admire? Are we going to surf and? Yep. Mm. Defo. Um, uh, have you got anything? Because I'm, um, well, I'm gonna say probably Steve Pesman. Well, that's a good choice. Wow, yeah, I would say that. I mean, obviously, you know, you could go Greenos, you could go your um, Skip Fries, you could go your Derek Hines, or um, Matt Warshaw might be up there in the in the annals, Jamie Brissick. Yeah, yeah, all of these. But I just think that, like, Pesman, I mean, his whole dance rant is just so amazing. Um, but I just, his whole, I mean, he's he's like my father-in-law, similar age. I think he's, like, mid-80s. Um, and he's obviously been there and done that. But just to, to kind of chronicle the dance for so long, and do it in such a stylish way. I, that's that's my top surfer that I admire. Nice. Mm. Um, I like that. And how about um, uh, musically? Who's your um? Who did my? Is uh, it the I living mean, person you no, admire the most? It's without a without a doubt. I mean, I, I've I've annoyed the the listener uh, for far too long. Uh, Aphex Twin, without a doubt. No, there's no. Um, no, no one, no, no one. I mean, Aphex Twin is the George Greeno of electronic music. There's just no denying that. I mean, he's he's like he's like Greeno MP and fucking Skip Fry 
and a few other few other people kind of all melded together in a electronic music sense and driving around in a tank. So yeah, I mean, that, yeah, and, if, and, yeah. and just and just doesn't he doesn't exist? He doesn't exist. That's the other thing. I mean, yeah, right. I, I has he, has he I ever been a contestant on, um, you know, Slovenia's Got Talent or something like that? <laughs> no, I don't. Or Cornwall's so. Got Talent? I don't think um, so. No. Um, no, and I mean, you know, he's so he's so kind of, um, uh, what's the word? Ambiguous is that maybe um, that you know? I mean, he 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 doesn't he doesn't care about anything, you know. Uh, he just puts out music when he wants to and or doesn't for 10 years and then puts out like i mean he did this thing as um apx or a i mean he has all these aliases but there was one yeah there was this this one thing he did uh maybe i mean time goes time time flies right let's say 10 10 12 years ago yeah and he, he literally put out like 20 EPs like on the same day, uh, and it's just like, and and, we, and they're yeah, like, who does I mean, they were EPs, but they're like LPs, but he called them EPs, and they have songs that are twenty minutes long. And AFX, I think that's what it was. AFX was the the the, the moniker that he used in this particular instance. And I mean, fuck, Defx. <laughs> no, um, and I think I mentioned the fact that we went and saw him live, and we still don't know to this day whether it was actually him. He was actually there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fucking wow. awesome. But yeah, uh, I, sorry, man, I just went bonkers. What about you? For two <sighs> two living persons, um, I can't think of anyone. I'll just say, just to annoy Owen, I'll say the lead singer of LCD Sound System, and <laughs> and um, and genuinely. LSD, the shaper, ah. such a, such a, such a, I think if there was anyone I would want to be, it would, or not want to be, but like, just, oh, just a, just a nice guy. He can surf well and shape well. What else, you know? Well, I mean, it's not, it's, it's someone also someone who's just apart from the nice part, just honing their craft for years and years on end. And, basically mm. has become successful due to obviously talent, but also a lot of hard work, you know? Yeah. Well mm. said. Yeah. And, um... uh, and as for fucking um, LCD sound system, not so sure. What's his name? What the fuck is that guy's name? Um, anyhow. Google it, but yeah. <laughs> no, don't. Um, that's just too hard. Uh, uh, no, but uh, I know that you've seen them live a few times and they are meant to be, he, they, uh, it's it's a good experience live, right? Yeah, look, I, yeah, I just I, I can't think of anyone else on off the top of my head. These Proust things, it's tricky. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah. and it's good. It's it's good to be completely forces unprepared. You to... unprepared. Mm. Okay, um, so look, this is the last question for today's uh, instalment of Proustian Proustian Proustiness. Mm. What is your greatest extravagance? musically and surfingly wow Christ. well you hit me first because um uh, we, I, I would say spotify <laughs> but then i would be lying um, you don't listen to it no uh extravagance uh, um i don't know just 
I guess listening to music like all the time. <laughs> Is that an extravagance? Uh Going, I, I would have said um, going to concerts because I used to go to a lot of concerts, but um, kind of in the in the the COVID era, kind of fucked that up big time. Um, I would say my biggest extravagance is definitely getting drunk by myself and listening to loud music, and probably annoying not only Mrs. Nermelston but the the the, the, the neighbouring the, the few neighbours that I have in the uh, in the village. Because I have a particularly good sound system that really fucking blares. So, yeah, right. it, it, listening to loud music would be a musical extravagance for sure. Nice. Um, my, uh, my good mate, Sai Soch, DJ Soch, um, we were conversing the other day uh, and I was listening to The Beloved Happiness. Um, anyone want to get into that? Uh, definitely a good album the beloved um and they have a song called the sun rising which is crazy and it has this amazing uh we'll have to mix it into the to this mix it has this amazing uh, middle eastern uh sample of a woman singing kind of like ofra hazard oh, yeah. kind of This is definitely an extravagance. He said that he once uh, had, uh, I don't think he would have said made love because that probably wasn't the expression, but he had sex with a woman in the base bin of a massive speaker at, a, mentioned this at a beloved con concert. Oh, ah, I have mentioned, I have men mentioned You mentioned the base bin yeah. and the... And the uh, details, but not the yeah. Band so the, and the, the, well, the 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 extra information was that it was the sun rising by the beloved. So wow, um, yeah, there you go. Um, is it the um, DJ like the the radio single edit or the extended <laughs> maybe it was remix? The, I think it was the twelve inch, mate. Wow, definitely, definitely the twelve inch, or maybe he okay. maybe it was the the nine and a half inch or the seven inch. I'm wow. not sure. Well, well. Speaking of indulgences, uh, <laughs> I, I I was indulging in um, a recommendation from um, the old uh, Scotchio sixty nine, an eighteen minute uh, epic by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Uh, and have they not? They've, speaking of like Aphex Twinny type, they put out like three albums oh, last year. They are they? super prolific. Yeah, 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 yeah. crazy. Um, but their their latest. Um, I love their latest um, album is called Satanic Slumber Party. I love that. But, um, but yeah, their, their latest single is called The Dripping, Dripping Tap. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and it's, yeah, I actually, I fell asleep listening to it. I don't know how, because it's not really a sleep-inducing song. And woke up uh, and it was still going. Um, nice. 18 minutes of psychedelic craziness. It's great. It's a good song. So I'll stick that in the mix a little bit. Oh, there. So that's my latest musical indulgence. 18 minutes of um, the King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Man, surfing, that's a good indulgence. What a well surfing indulgence. I mean, it's got to be surf surfboards, right? Probably, yeah. Um, I've just ordered another wedding. <laughs> Was it a short arm? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I think yeah. I, do you know what? Yeah. Your, you, you know, when you got little devil on your shoulder, I had a, yeah. I had a little Stanley Nermelston on my shoulder <laughs> going, you fucking click on that short arm steamer, you're gone. Yeah. So yeah no, that's no. it. No, the, 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 the only, the only, for me at least, the only acceptable short arm is the one that you cut the arms yourself. And hopefully, and hopefully you cut them so short that it, you just look like a fucking idiot because it's too short. Like a muscle shirt. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, the long, the long leg tube suit, almost. Tube uh, suit. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, yeah. Um, uh, I would definitely say that, yeah, surfboards, I guess, is an extravagance in, in surfing. Um, I mean, realistically speaking, you'd, uh, I, I, I like to tell myself and certainly uh, my better half that I need 10 boards. Um, and in fact, yeah, as I've probably mentioned, I've just ordered a 6.0 twin fin with uh, sick channels from Hamanda Shapes. That's going to be. You still waiting on that one? Uh, yeah, things are a bit slow at the moment. I, um, uh, and to be honest, I haven't chased him up. So, um, but I, I know it's coming very soon. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, probably don't need all these boards, but fuck, love them. Uh-huh. Love it. That's what Proust would have wanted. Yeah, Proust would definitely have wanted it. So let's let's sign. I reckon we sign off because um, I think we've we've done we've done good. We've we've done proud proud Proust. We've done proud mm. proud. Um, we've only got twenty nine questions left, and um, just say that next time you smell something that brings something to mind, just remember that mm. Proust was not the one who invented it. Mm. It was that guy. Who just paddled up in the lineup, smelling of um, <laughs> of Brute Thirty Three. <laughs> That's right, Old Spice. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, All okay. right, brother. Later. Cheers Yee-hoo. and Proust. Proust. Proust uh, to Yeast. Toost. You.